It's episode 81 of the Improv London podcast. I'm your host, Stuart Moses, and this week's guest is Nadine Bailey. Hi. Hello. How are you? Very well, thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. (laughs) You're involved in lots of exciting things at the moment. Yes, I am. (laughs) So many things. <laughs> uh, I can I can go into what those are. That would be lovely. <laughs> Let's choose one and talk about that for a bit. Sure. Should we talk about Panto Prof? Yes, please. <laughs> I'm incredibly excited about Panto Prof. Um, I did a I did a narrative uh, uh, course with Steve Rowe from uh, Hoopla Course last year, um, and it was a uh, pantomime themed course oh yes it yes was, i remember that happening yeah, yes yes it was super exciting and i th- i think we all f- it was the first time i had done narrative um and so i was so in my head about it and uh i really wanted to get it right and i think we we ended up with a really lovely show but i, I came away going oh that was really great um i really enjoyed the structure of that and I want to see if I can do it better. <laughs> Not than Steve. Steve's amazing. He's offered loads of help. Um, better than uh, better than I uh, I did last time. So I got uh, I got a group the group together who uh, did it last year, and I said, Hey, do you want to try and see if we can put this one again uh, this year uh, off our own backs? Um, and I had a great response from from the people who were in the class, and most of the, a lot a lot of them I'd come from beginners, uh, brought up with them. Um, and they're a really lovely group of people and I'm really lucky to know them Um, and since then we've met a couple of other people who've kind of uh, joined us on the journey Um, and we we started putting together um, Panto Prof which is the improvised pantomime Um, uh, there yeah I can say I'm going to plug it they're on Friday the 8th uh, of December and and, uh, Friday the 15th of December we've got a late night slot at 10 10 p.m. so it's sure to be lots of sort of late night like I've called it like a late night extravaganza it's gonna be lots of sort of fun call outs um, and we've got a really nice I think we've got a really nice format that we're just working we've been working on for the past few weeks together uh, and we're starting to come together and everyone really gets the format and, and we, we've got some lovely fairy tale characters coming out and it's uh, we get the title from the audience so it's going to be a completely made up um, story it's, we're not copying uh, a Cinderella or a Snow White we're, we're doing things like Timmy and the, the glowing lantern or whatever, whatever it may be um, and uh, yeah, I'm really excited about it. Um, yeah, and it's been really, it's been a really fun process for me because I've been trying to th- trying to make sure everyone's okay. Um, <laughs> so in doing that, I'm uh, I I'm like putting together the like I've literally got a Google Doc for for everything the cast would need to know, um, and I found that a really helpful process for me to get my head in the game for how to. Uh, you know, what works best in the format and um, I think it's been helpful for everyone else as well because it's it's just been a this is exactly what we're doing we're going to stick to it because we're still relatively new improvisers um, I've been improvising for about uh, about a, mm, over a year and a half but um, 
that's that feels really new to me. Everyone around me is really sort of you know been doing it for years and years. And <laughs> yeah, and it's kind of uh, exciting that uh, this group of new improvisers have been given the opportunity to put on what seems to me like such a interesting show. So I'm excited about that. Cool. So can we uh, dig into what you've been doing in the rehearsals? For sure, yeah. Um, so the first one was really just pure open book. Um, going back to what we'd done in the previous year, um, everything, you know, everything Steve taught us about um, about how the structure works, and and um, you know, you have the um, sort of Dan Harmon story circle, or the uh, I don't know, I don't know who who's. I don't know whose uh, format is the Once Upon a Time. The story spine. Just the story spine. Is, yes. that, is that attributed to any? Yes, it, it is. Hang on a second. I'm sure it is. Just Phil. Okay. Um, well, the story spine. Uh, the story spine is uh, the exact uh, exact um, topic that we've been working on to start with, but uh, since then we've we've come back and refine that a little bit using the things that people in the group have learned. Well, that's, uh, that was disappointing. Go on. The, there is an author who wrote uh, how to improvise a full-length play. Yes, uh, I have this book. Yes, <laughs> and this book is normally, because we're recording at the nursery, thank you very much to the nursery for um, allowing us to record here. And normally there is a copy of that in the bookshelf uh, by the sofa, which is what I was just going to get. I didn't realise that that was where the um, where the story spine actually came from. Yes. Oh, brilliant. I, I, I literally own that book, and I, I didn't realise that. It's yes. Right. It's uh, exactly what... It's from that book that um, I was trying to combine things from multiple sources to get like a sort of rounded view of how to perform a... A narrative or a full-length play, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I watch a lot of pantomime anyway. I go every year. <laughs> you watch a lot of pantomime. <laughs> One year I went three times <laughs> in, in a week. It was it was great. Um, I really enjoy um, I really enjoy that sort of rough theatre where the audience is involved and everyone's having sort of jolly raucous time. Yeah. Um, anyway, so we um, we used uh, what we learnt from narrative the previous year. And um, the story spine, and uh, Miriam Hall, who's in our, our group, uh, is a bit more experienced than um, she's than myself. She's really great. She's really good. She's she's so like uh, I just kind of trust her with with anything. Uh, she'll love. She'll love this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she won't mind me saying she loves being on stage, and we love her being on stage yeah. because uh, she's such a safe pair of hands. Um, and she kind of steered us down a path that was uh, that was more helpful for us as a group. Um, using sort of introducing the hero and then the villain and then the enablers, um, uh, which uh, gave us a really nice starting platform. Um, and yeah, we've kind of uh, together as a group found a format that's worked for us by like tweaking things one week at a time. So um, started off with exactly what we were doing last year, and then we've moved on to um, this sort of a little bit more rigid structure. Yeah. But I think the rigid structure lets us get out of our heads and do I don't know if we're doing I don't know if we're doing better improv off the back of it but I think we're we're definitely doing more fun stuff right okay. like enable like the audience callback stuff is is what's really key to this show the the oh no he isn't and he's behind you's which <laughs> are so much fun 
uh, yeah, I really like that element of it. So, <laughs> so I'm really pleased that this structure lets us do that to the max. Yeah, mm. and it's really nice that you are a genuine Panto fan. Oh, yeah. so, you know, <laughs> oh no, I'm not. Oh <laughs> uh, yes, I am. <laughs> so, uh, are you uh, are you coaching the uh, the rehearsals? I don't want to say that. Um, I'm. I I guess I'm. I like assembled the group, but it was a group that a lot of the pe- a lot of the people kind of existed as a group anyway. Right. And uh, I'm trying to think more about how we do things. Um, so, I wouldn't say coaching. Uh, Sounds like coaching to me. That's that's nice. <laughs> um, I'm helping. You're I'm helping, helping the group. I'm doing my bit. Right. Cool. Yeah. And are you performing in that as well? Yeah. Um, I'm not sure to what capacity I will be because um, the format kind of has a host who also is in the show. Ah, because right. we'll have. Uh, I'm going to give it. Yeah, we're going to have like a fairy godmother style or genie, a magical being. He will be our host, um, and I think I'm pro- unlikely to do at least one of those, yeah. uh, which might mean that I'm in it a bit less. But uh, I think it's still quite a quite a useful role. In fact, it's probably the most busy role because it's also doing the music, or it is at the moment. Oh, right. Just, just check that bit out. <laughs> um, but yeah, it should be it should be quite fun. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. We had a few rehearsals recently that have just turned out some really lovely stories. And when you get to that bit, when you you, the first few rehearsals are always a bit sort of painful, aren't they? Because you go through that, that trench where you say, uh, which bits of these are the good bits? We yeah. don't know yet. Yeah. Uh, and then eventually you, you kind of you come into something and you're like, ah, this is really working now. And everyone knows what we're doing and we're all on the same page. And I can see this. I wish that one, the moment where you say, I wish that one was in front of an audience. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah that's yeah, a good yeah. moment. Yeah. So you say the... Um the magical entity that's introducing the story is also doing the music. Is this recorded music, or are you playing the music? This is or? recorded oh, right. music. So um, when we when we did the course last year with Steve, he had he has this wonderful way of um, of pulling in a soundtrack from. I think he has I think he has like a stock list of songs that he uses, um, and that was always really helpful to us, and it really drives some emotion. Um, and so we we that was something we definitely wanted to include. Uh, um, it's an area that is, you know, the final touches of which we're still technically working on. Yeah. But um, uh, if we can do it and if we can pull it off, it should be should add a lot to the, the yeah. show. Yeah. That sounds amazing. Mm, yeah, I think so. <laughs> so, um, what's your favourite kind of thing to play in panto? Oh. If you weren't being the you know the magical creature narrator. Uh, what kind of role would th- be your dream role? I think the the cliched roles are the <laughs> most fun to play. So either a really perky, happy protagonist, or um, who's I always play. I always pro- play protagonists a bit sort of um, bit working class and all right, Gav. Oh, are you pleased to see you? That kind of thing. <laughs> um, or like a really dastardly villain. Yeah. Where yeah, yeah. I get to sort of. I'm not. I um. I'm literally like 
uh, I, I don't think I come across as a villain. <laughs> in real life, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, I have to say, dastardly uh, is, <laughs> is my go-to word when I'm describing you. Probably not, um, which is why I think it's really fun to play, but I don't know how convincing a villain I can pull off. <laughs> um, I think it's a wonderful thing to play. Yeah. Um, and in a sense, you're not really... It's not really about being convincing, I don't think. Because I've been playing around with this quite recently and yeah. I've been playing some bad boys on stage which I'm totally not in real uh, <laughs> in real life at no. all um, and and I think the audiences are aware that the terrible things that I say I do they're not that terrible no. <laughs> they're just you know the worst thing I can think of but they're not even that I'm bad even then I'm gonna buy you slightly less nice sweets this Christmas <laughs> yeah, I'm still buying the sweets but you know maybe yeah. they're not gonna be too many I think I played um, a character on Sunday with the verbs where I'd gone to Covent Garden and had an ice cream and I wasn't supposed to have an ice cream. That was the <laughs> level. That was like as bad as I got, That's you know. so naughty. <laughs> <laughs> but what is that, that thing about how you take um, a trivial thing really seriously or a serious thing trivially? I think it's a Dave Rosowski thing or something like that. Mm. I'm not sure. No, <laughs> I, I understand. Yeah. <laughs> no, add importance to things that even, even if they seem kind of trivial. Yes. Yeah. I can get on board with that. Fantastic. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, as you say, uh, you're performing at the, uh, at at the, the Miller. Miller. Yeah. Should be lots of fun. Yeah, uh, we're after some, like, really awesome acts. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I, yeah, I would love, I'd love for everyone to kind of stick around and, and see it, because it, it's just a, it's a bit of fun. Yeah. It's such a, such a fun, um, fun night out, a fun um, thing to do. I say fun. It's fun. Yes, I'm it's, getting the funness. Uh, I'm getting yeah. the funness of just, this. Like it's the kind of show that I would want to go to. So, well, I mean uh, that in itself is yeah. That's, <laughs> I mean, that isn't an endorsement. <laughs> well, wouldn't it be awful if you were doing a kind of show where you go? Oh, I wouldn't oh, really, really want to go. Wouldn't really want to go see that. One. That sounds, that sounds <laughs> awful. Why am I doing this? <laughs> Although there are some shows where I'm sure it's more fun to perform than to be in the audience. But. Yeah. Well, um, that's yeah. not going to be the case with this one. No, it's, it's going to really be fun not. for everyone. Yeah, like I, um, I used to go to um, the theatre group Weirdos um, pantomimes. Tell me about them. I've never heard of them. Uh, they're great. Um, Weirdos is a scripted comedy troupe who do the these um, these shows, uh, and they're always they're, they're really interesting. Like, like it's I want to say rough theatre. Where it's always above a pub or in a sort of, or in a nice theatre. I've actually seen them in Leicester Square uh, Theatre, and they've they're just really rough and fun, and it's it's not so important that everyone remembers their lines as it is that they're being outrageous and silly, and I wanted to do an outrageous silly show. Brilliant. So that's what Panto's aim, uh, Panto Prov's aiming to be. Cool. That sounds fantastic. Well, yeah. I do urge everyone to come along and see it. Yeah, sounds like it's going to sure. be wonderful. Recently, uh, Hoopla ran their uh, improv marathon, which ran from Friday evening to Sunday evening. Mm -hmm. And I'm not entirely sure that everything that I witnessed actually happened on stage. <laughs> I mean, I didn't even do the staying up all night, but I saw a lot of improv over that weekend, and it was all wonderful, but some of it I think I imagined. One <laughs> of the more magical things that I don't think I imagined was the debut of... Dark Matters? Dark Matters, yeah. Tell me about that, because uh, it was amazing. It was really good. Oh, thank you so much. Um, so Dark Matters is an improvised shadow puppet show. Um, 
basically it came about by the idea of uh, me and Martin, who Martin Sears, who's in it uh, as well, were sitting at dinner once, um, talking about the marathon, saying, oh, it'd be really cool to put something on in the marathon. And then we were like, oh, we want to put something... Yeah, we want to do this. Um, and then we thought, well, we wanna, if we were going to do it, we're going to try and do something that's um, unique or... Um, or at least sort of out of out of step with um, other stuff that we've um, we've seen, or or offer something new. Uh, and I'm not, you know, it's not. I don't think it's, <laughs> I don't think it's an entirely unique or new idea. Um, but uh, it's certainly something I hadn't seen on the London circuit mm-hmm. before. Um, so we thought shadow puppets would be a good fun thing to do. And this was originally conceived as a. <laughs> As a sh- sci-fi shadow puppet show, <laughs> because Excellent. why stick to just shadow puppets? Um, and it's kind of transformed into more of a fantastical uh, slash sci-fi uh, shadow puppet show. Um, and our theme song is actually the music from Stranger Things, <laughs> which I think works really well for it because uh, it's got that kind of vibe. It's a bit nineteen eighties yeah. Spielberg-ish. Yeah in its in its uh, stories at least um and it's uh and since then we've got a bigger group so miriam hall and uh, sarah if ifran who's um who are both in panto prov as well or so is martin actually um and um i think yeah that's uh, it f- formed into that group a bit organically by who is free <laughs> and wants to do this Excellent. um and luckily uh uh, the four of us did because we ended up having quite complementary skill sets. Um, I'm quite uh, uh, artistic, I guess, and um, so I was sort of designing the um, the characters uh, and cutting them out. And we we all went round sort of Martin's and Miriam's house and were just cutting round cutting out characters around the kitchen table. Uh, oh. Yeah, and part of the part of the fun of it was trying to figure out how we can make it look like. Good. <laughs> it, looked, it looked amazing. Oh, it looked. Brilliant. This 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 didn't seem. This seemed like an established theatre group that had done this lots. Oh, that's really nice. Yeah. Thank you. Because a lot of, yeah, a lot of time and thought went into that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, on one way I could tell that, but in another way I couldn't tell that because it just seemed like this was a professional yeah. thing. When it started, I didn't realise who was doing it, and oh, I was just like, you know, where has this come from? This is an amazing oh, that's thing. Really nice. I think. I think on the day I was super aware. I. Uh, yeah, I've been doing a lot because I'm doing because I do because <laughs> I'm taking on a lot of stuff. Um, I was uh, around a lot of the shows in the marathon, watching and and I was in uh, a few shows as well. I was so grateful and thankful for all the groups that let me let me be in them because it's really nice to um, nice to have the opportunity to 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 get to perform so much um, and. Uh, yeah, so uh, I'd I'd gone to I'd gone and watched loads of stuff on Saturday, um, and then I went to watch Ostentatious, who are amazing. Yeah. Um, and then I got home and had to finish a few sort of last minute things like painting the black on the frame wow. for the for the sh- for the set, um, and uh, then uh, and then the next day, kind of getting up. For the wonderful Kathy and Unai, yes, who were amazing, yes, and they of were. course were, were in that as well. <laughs> um, uh, so I was, I was. By the time Shadow Puppets was on, I was operating on sort of four hours sleep, oh. and I think I, 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 I remember sort of 
going down a slightly unsavoury route for one uh, for one of the scenes and then going, no, this is weird. <laughs> Let's take this away from that. Because uh, I don't, yeah, I'd like to stay away from that kind of, uh, it's not, it's a, it's a family friendly kind right, of show. Okay, fair enough. Um, or at least I like things to be like that. Because yeah. I'm super, I guess, conservative. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, so I, yeah designing designing the frame and um i think yeah miriam had this great idea about the title sequence about sort of holding things close to the camera and yeah. marty's got this great brain about um about what he's super concept based so so um he was thinking oh well we could do the light by having a little light box and and what if this works and what if that works and um eventually we came up with this set where we have um i think i bought a, f- a photo frame that was massive and super cheap uh, I was I became the craft, local craft shops like number one uh, customer because I bought this photo frame from them and I was planning on using that um, as the frame, but it turned out that we ended up using the plastic from the frame um, to be like the front front bit, using the cardboard that the frame came in as the actual frame itself. Wow! Um, and using some dressmaker material to have uh, the white of the screen. Oh wow! Which was nice. Um, and using a phone flashlight was because for shadow puppets you need a single uh, yeah. point of light um, for the backlight um, and uh, then the puppets were just sort of black card and, and uh, uh, a dowel, bit of dowel and some split pins wow. um, so it was really fun to put together and uh, we're going to make more puppets and yeah. uh, and it's quite a f- it's really fun to think about what characters we'd like to see yeah eventually we're going to have way too many to take with us yeah um but uh i think we're just going to make loads until we until we go oh we like these ones yeah yeah, yeah. and just take whichever ones we want um so yeah and transporting them as well transporting them in a sort of portfolio case that i had from my art school days so all all these little bits and pieces were just um really charming to me yeah and of course, like one thing I haven't mentioned already is um, that I've, I don't think I'd have ever uh, even got into the field of thinking about what kind of cool concepts for a show we could have um, and coming to Shadow Puppets without, of course, um, a Glitch Cabaret and uh, and uh, Bark and Bee. Bark and Bee, yeah. Um, who uh, I was like, oh yeah, that's a thing you can do. Yeah. And I, I always loved um, I always loved doing sort of shadow puppets and little uh, character I used to cut out characters on pieces of paper as a kid and do little mini films with my brother Wow! which is adorable and it's nice to kind of come back to that and go oh this is a thing I'd like doing as a kid I get to do it as an adult now yeah I mean it is, it's, it's wonderful uh, the way improv is uh, so open to bringing in past experiences or things that you've loved because yeah. uh, that was what I was going to ask was that it wouldn't even have occurred to me to have done a shadow puppet show but you'd done it in the past so that was kind of you were drawing on that yeah I what well, as a kid with a torch with my brother and, <laughs> and there were more hand shadow puppets than uh, than uh, the one, nice ones we've got today but yeah just like all those things that you I, I, was, I was quite a creative kid so all those things you do as a kid like and I think Pan- Panto Pro is the same kind of thing. It's these, this sort of harking of nostalgia, where you go, oh, that's that's something I loved growing up, and I'd love to see that again or do that again. Yeah, Some of those things. Yeah. That's a really lovely, uh, a really lovely well to kind of draw from for your improv. That's really great. So, sure. uh, 
Are there more shows in the uh, production line for for dark, dark matters? matters? Uh, yes, yes, there are. We've got we've been really lucky to get a couple of uh, couple of dates next year. I don't know the dates off the top of my head, but they're far nope. enough away that uh, <laughs> I think we would probably need to remind people close to the date anyway. Um, but I, yeah, I'm trying to think about because it's still it is a new show, right? Uh, it was just put together as a sort of one-off special for uh, something lovely to do for the marathon, um, and we've been lucky enough with the lovely reception we've had that we think, oh, we could we could do something with this. Yeah. Um, so. I'm trying to I'm trying to balance two things at the moment with with do we um, do we try to seek more places or more opportunities to perform it or do we try to find some um, performance opportunities that are a bit lower uh, lower key where we can build it up and practice it a bit more mm. with an audience uh, it's a it's a tricky question um, and I don't think we have a, a good answer at the moment. Because I, what I don't want to do is start performing it and it's it still be quite unpolished. Mm. I'd like I like things to be, uh, I like things to be as as uh, well put together as possible. Yeah, that's a really interesting dilemma. For me, having watched it, it seems very polished already. That's nice. Um, and you know the the whole the way it looked looked very professional. Um, and I don't remember there being any kind of roughness uh, from the actual performance, but you know, if there was, that would be the place to have it because a lot of the humour arises from there. Yeah. So because the whole th- the whole setup looked very polished, I could relax and think, okay, these these people they know what they're doing. But okay, yeah, well, that's that's a good point. Um, uh, yeah, the uh, the facade of professionalism <laughs> that we've managed to uh, get past people is is su- yeah, it's super nice to have people feel comfortable to watch it. Um, I do think I we're gonna we're definitely keeping the element of this is a bit rough. Look, we're growing because we're moving closer to the light. Oh, I love that, that kind of thing. That was one of my favorite things. Yeah. and that was something uh, Marty definitely uh, pointed out as something that was really fun about the format yeah. that I don't think I'd clocked as much as he had. And um, I, yeah, it'd be it'd be silly to remove that. But uh, I I do think we could practice the because um, we have a we have a format of um, technically three sort of three three minute sessions or stories. Um, the sort of short, uh, uh, what's the phrase? Uh, encompassed, like all, all encapsulated uh, stories. All, do you know what I mean? Um, they're folded into a narrative. I don't know. Uh, they're they're uh, wrapped. Uh, yeah, the self the self contained. Right. That's vignettes. The phrase. Uh, yeah, the self contained vignettes. Yeah. The self contained stories, um, and. You know, trying to focus on relationships and um, all the sort of basic stuff you're taught as an improviser. Just you know, you know each other. Yeah. You you focusing on um, focusing on what's important and make making it matter. These kind of core things. Um, but I think we could practice that a bit more and and make sure that the stories are so. Once once the sort of veneer of uh, the glow of oh, isn't that interesting and different uh, kind of wears off we want it to still have some substance and and still be a good show so um, yeah we want to work on that but yeah we'll have a think about how to best do that 
brilliant. That's very exciting. I should look forward to seeing it again. Yeah, I look forward to doing it. Cool. Another one of the acts in which you're in is the <laughs> Old Bill. Yeah. Uh, which is quite high concept. Yeah, it is, but it's so fun. I mean, I mean that in a good way. I yeah. love, I love a show with a with a with a big concept. Yeah, I like, I like, I think I, I do too. I like shows that are very clear what they are yes. and have like a clear audience sort of. Yeah, like the audience know why they're going there, yeah. and we know what to do then to make that audience happy. Yeah. Um, that's, yeah. I I think I uh, have a ten. I really enjoy sort of uh, more organic long form, but um, I th- I think I have a tendency to get lost in it. Right. Whereas uh, if I have uh, yeah, if, with these kind of structures, there's um, yeah, you get some you get some nice clear points to uh, to appeal. Um, so, so yeah, it's an improvised police drama, The Old Bill. Uh, this is, uh, I believe, Catherine Badman's uh, uh, sort of brainchild, uh, and she's great. She comes up with so many brilliant, yeah, uh, brilliant ideas, and just like I'm on, we're on a WhatsApp group, and and uh, occasionally she'll go, guys, what about this? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's a fantastic idea. You're amazing. Uh, she's really yes, and this lovely, lovely group that um, that she's got together. Um, I found out about it through um, through Tizzy, who's in Story Kitchen with me, um, and she's um, and she said, "Hey, my friend uh, Kits is doing this show. Do you uh, police drama? Do you want to be in it?" And I was like, "Yeah, that sounds so fun." Um, and it is. It's um, I think we and I think we so we all got together and it was super fast in, um, turnaround to have our first performance. And we had, um, we all kind of got together with some, some police outfits and we dress up, and dressing up is always uh, <laughs> such a laugh. Um, and we uh, decided to um, try out some things. And, um, and I think we were originally thinking, or uh, Kits was originally thinking about um, more of a serialized story. Um, and I think that's probably the, still the long game on this kind of thing, where you would have some static characters and I think we do we have static characters of um, the police chief and the sort of maverick uh, sergeant I forget uh, <laughs> and um, and we go through this story about about the serial killers and how there's been a murder and we find out we find out what uh, what their uh, modus operandi is we find out what what thing they always leave at the crime scene um, and one other thing, and uh, which again escapes me, uh, and we um, and we build this story, and we always find it. It's kind of fun to leave people guessing of of who's done it. Mm. Like sometimes we we have some really obvious serial killers, and sometimes we don't. But I think we landed on this this setup and this format really quickly, and we all liked it. And it was it seemed, where it it felt really easy, um, which was nice because. If we if it's easy, uh, quite quickly, then um, then as as it kind of as you do it more and more, you get more interesting things happening. Mm. Um, so yeah, we and I, we've we've got um, yeah we will have a show have just done. <laughs> in a second. Oh no, uh, time why me stuff. That's right. <laughs> uh, we we will we've just done a show. <laughs> and I hear it went very well. It went amazingly. <laughs> yeah. We had some great characters. It was great when um, when the kid like chucked some candy floss on the stage. <laughs> Classic, the old Bill. Right? That's what I go it to them happens. for. Oh. Yeah. 
Mayhem. Yeah, we um, we performed at the Marathon, and I remember um, I remember somebody really generously gave us our object that there was left at the scene of the crime. It was a packet of Chris, and uh, I think Kit's like just threw it on the ground, and started stamping it into the stage. So I'm sure there are still bits of crisp <laughs> left over in the in the Miller stage. So this wasn't object work. This was an actual. This was packet an actual of packet, packet of crisps. Uh, yeah, it was really fun. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, we uh, we're breaking boundaries. We're <laughs> kicking down doors. We're stealing your crisps. Um, the crisps were replaced. <laughs> well, fair enough. I, mean, that's, 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 I, 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 I like to think that you know, people were worried yeah. that there was somebody gone without their crisps, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so is that is that a narrative? Is it's um, I guess it is an it is in that it's telling a consistent story. Right. It's not telling a consistent story in in a linear fashion. Oh, right. We might jump back and forth in time, yeah, but yeah, yes, yeah. it's it's a narr- narrative. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I'd say so. Um, yeah. yeah, it relies on um, a series of uh, interviews with the suspects ah. and flashbacks. Ah. So right. um, yes. a kind of a narrative that borrows from some other sort of areas of long form quite heavily yeah no that's that's a nice uh that's a really lovely format actually yeah because you have the conversation and then we you, you act out the mm. scene that is yeah. described but yeah yeah that, that's that kind of thing cool. or was made reference to yeah cool that sounds very good fun uh and you mentioned you're in story kitchen yeah yeah story kitchen i was so i can't tell you how um pleased i was when i i, I first got so i got um I got yeah, I got asked by Faye if I wanted to uh, join um, beginning of beginning of the year, um, and I'd gone to see I'd gone to see Story Kitchen and Theatre Sports and Maestro a few times before, and uh, Sarim um, is a friend of mine and he'd been in some uh, some Maestros and I'd gone wow this is so fun I wish I had the courage to do that and um, I, I was a friend of ours at the time. Um, uh, was about to leave the country and it was uh, really sad we all missed her Rachel um, and she was saying well I want to try and get some performance time I want to try and do that and we all tried to I think we all were, were of the same mind that it'd be a really fun thing to do uh, and a little while later um, Faye uh, I got an email from her saying would I like to come and uh, come and play uh, and I was just like I can't believe this this is so cool because uh, they're such a, a talented group of people, um, and they get to do such a fun format. I used to I used to watch a lot of wrestling as a kid. Oh right. So uh, that kind of that kind of sporting, uh, that kind of I don't know teams and sort of I, I don't know if that setup if you will um, seemed a lot uh, seemed like fun to me, and um, and at the same time. I used to watch loads of Who's Lines It Anyway yeah, growing yeah. up, of course, like everyone, or a lot of, a lot of improvisers probably did. Um, and to me, that was, when I first knew about improv, that was what that looked like. And uh, the stuff that Story Kitchen do with the sort of Keith Johnstone formats uh, was the closest thing I saw in London to that kind of thing. There are much more similar things in London going on, but at that stage. Yeah. Um, and and so and so it seemed it seemed like a good thing to do and because there are so many um much more experienced uh improvisers in the group i thought well what a great opportunity to learn from them um 
and at the same time it it kind of functions well within the show to have someone a bit more junior i guess uh because you have that that leveling um uh of uh of the 10 minute danish and the uh, exhibition match uh if you explain you know, ah, right so the there um I don't think it's strictly about um, your ability because there are some extremely talented people at all levels of that. Um, but uh, generally speaking, the the idea is that you um, you have uh, a ten minute match with uh, your sort of um, fresher uh, improvisers, um, a Danish match uh, with some maybe slightly uh, more slightly more experienced again i'm i'm not doing this justice because i don't i don't think this is exactly the um it's your interpretation the, of it yeah slightly, uh, slightly more uh, experienced and then the exhibition match with uh, the sort of uh, the big hitters right okay um and <laughs> yeah or at least that's how i think of it um yeah and i'm sure that's not going to be the case for for everything uh and uh and so if you've got that progression of of it gets more exciting towards the end of the show, that's fun for an audience. Uh, and that's something I've learnt loads in Surrogate. So Faye's great at, um, she super knows the, um, all the Keith Johnson, she's worked with him, you know, she's studied under him, etc. And um, and so uh, knowing, uh, yeah, know, knowing, think having the audience in mind and, and really thinking about what would be fun for them is something that I've learnt a lot f- uh, a lot from from being in story kitchen ah, cool. so it wasn't i i guess it was something in the back of my mind but it's a lot more in the front of my mind from that and i think things like panto prov and dark matters uh were only really possible because i was thinking what would be fun for a good ah. audience for an audience yeah um so it's great how that comes around um yeah and yeah i think that's uh there's so much more to say about those. This there's a great big pool of people, and they're all really lovely, and uh, yeah, I just feel really grateful to be able to hang out with them. <laughs> cool, fantastic. That sounds great. And you're also a member of Nerd Salad. Uh, yeah, just. Just. Uh, <laughs> I haven't actually even rehearsed with them yet. <laughs> uh, there. Okay. So the story behind this, I guess, is. Um, originally, remember I said um, a bunch of people who I was in beginners with um, kind of uh, stuck together and did a few courses together. Um, well, that group became a, a group called uh, Pretenders Assembled, um, which we did a nice, we did a La Ronde format for a little while because a few of us did Chris Mead's course and he did um, a lovely, um, he taught us the La Ronde. Um, so we, we did a sort of narrative La Ronde where we had a consistent story going through. Um, and um, that was great. And a cu- then a couple of, of people from that group uh, joined Nerd Salad as well. And we were on a course with a few people from them. So we really got to know each other very well. And, um, and yeah, they're a great bunch of people uh, that I've literally, yeah, not done anything with <laughs> yet. But the plan is to do some stuff with them next year, and I'm excited about that because they're all, besides, uh, yeah, besides being sort of great in uh, improvisers and, yeah. and being open to innovation, uh, they had they had some great stuff on at the um, at the marathon. Did yes. you see the uh, yes, the countdown <laughs> thing? Oh, that was brilliant! It um, was hilarious. It was because they had the most. <laughs> convoluted setup to get a suggestion. Yeah. 
I can't even remember. I know that they were all, I just see them all now wearing hats and suits. They and looked so smart. They did look very smart. And then there was a countdown. They had cards. They had blue cards and they gave them out to the audience and everyone picked a letter. And then they had the nine letters and you're like, oh, I see where this is going. <laughs> and then they played the music and yes. had a gi- had Ian being a giant clock. Um, and then whoever came up, you know, the audience came up with words like they were playing countdown. And I have to say, so Martin, like, is a... A countdown, former countdown contestant. I did not know that. So uh, uh, I'm sure that's where that came from. <laughs> I just thought, you've got a 15 minute slot. We've done about 10 minutes <laughs> just getting the words. But suggested. wasn't it great? It wasn't was it? beautiful. It was, it was hilarious. And I, uh, loved, I loved it. Yeah. Yes. So I'm hoping, yeah, I'm, they seem super uh, experimental and they try new things. And yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to, yeah, having a rehearsal with them first. Um, and hopefully doing some fun stuff with them next year cool yeah excellent oh, they're a great uh, great bunch of people so mm. yeah sounds great um okay so moving towards the end now okay the biggest <laughs> <laughs> what would you say is your your signature move what do you would you pull out the hat and they go classic bailey saved <laughs> it again with a signature move Oh, I think at the moment, the signature move is all the behind-the-scenes stuff right. of making sure the uh, the formats that I, that we're developing as a group are being you know being developed to, to that stage where you said like you said uh, where it looks professional even though it isn't. <laughs> um, so that that's something I'm I'm finding I I'm enjoying quite a lot at the moment. Uh, but on stage, um, I think I'm. I'm likely to just do something weird <laughs> and have I'm lucky enough to have enough people around me who will who will correct me or or ground me and say that's why that's fine. Uh, so I'm um, yeah, I'm likely to do odd stuff or um I guess uh when it, when I'm when I'm like not sure what I'm going to do I'll probably just do a funny voice. Right, all right. Because okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. funny voices are fun and then a character forms from that and then I know who that character is Brilliant. and I can act in that way. Yeah. Brilliant. That sounds great. I think that's everything. Great. Okay. <laughs> Super. <laughs> Thank you very much for coming on. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Brilliant. I made this. That's improv! <laughs> <laughs>